0: Hey, this is Eddie Olchek. You're listening to Empty Bettors with Nick, Mac, and Harrison.
1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to episode 132, I think, of Empty Bettors. I'm your host, Harrison Schultz. I'm going to toss it across the screen to my co-host, Nick Manella. What's going on, buddy? Cheers. The Colorado Avalanche have won the Stanley Cup, gentlemen. Oh, fitting song. Now I hear it. Yeah, I didn't hear it at first. Um, Yeah. Wow. I really hope you guys got YouTube up. You're in for a hell of an episode. If you don't know, you should. Trust me. Uh, yeah, we're recording this fresh off the ABS Cup win. Um, we're going to do a whole little season recap, a real tiny one here. Um, do a more extensive one next week. But I'm going to toss it across the screen to my other co-host, Mac Vogel up in Wisco. What's going on, buddy?
2: Are we doing? Yeah, big, uh, big bucket energy. If you're not watching on YouTube, first of all, why not? Second of all, we are all wearing helmets. Uh, the only representation we don't have right now is the fishbowl, as Harry mentioned. Um, yeah i'm rocking the no nothing harry's got the visor and uh mr manella with the cage here so it should be a yeah. fun one I'm, I'm sad that the season's over but i'm excited to recap it and uh excited to talk about a lot of things this episode let's get over to our other guest for the evening our intern jackson gross what's up man
0: uh not much um and can't believe the season's already over um, to and to celebrate not only the season being over, but of the four of us, the only one to pick the avalanche. <laughs> I have my replica Stanley Cup here. I got a little bit of water.
1: Nice. So there we we're go. I'm going to
0: go ahead and take a celebratory sip of being right. I think uh, uh, <laughs> I think Bo Byram could have used a little bit of that yesterday,
1: too. I'm yeah. sure we could have. Yeah, some of those post game, uh, some of those post game views were quite the scene. But uh, yeah, Jackson, I give you props, man. We're the three quote unquote experts here. He was the one who took the Avalanche, went against the grain, taking the three time champs. So congrats to you. Um, before we get rolling here, I don't know, you know, if you guys have heard, uh, if you follow us on social media, then you probably know we have started up a new series on YouTube called the Overtime Report. Uh, basically, what we do is it's literally like a mini podcast. It's 10 minutes. We talk about hockey. We make our bets. We give out our predictions. There's a timer on the screen. Always 10 minutes, never more, never less. That's a new series that we're going to be implementing for the rest of the season next year. We wanted to try it out there in the cup final. Seems like the reviews have been great and we've had a lot of fun with it. So go subscribe to our YouTube channel now if you haven't already and be on the lookout for more of those next year. Uh, before we go into full cup recap mode, just a reminder that this episode is brought to you by Brackish Life. If you're like Bra- if you're like us and grew up in the water and outdoors, then Brackish Life is perfect for you. They have a wide selection of gear from UV shirts to hoodies and hats. It's Real Bay Apparel made by Real Bay people. Head to www.brackish.life today to check them out. A little salty, a little fresh brackish life i also did not have the ad read pulled up in front of me i pulled up the wrong document so that was that pretty was all- good yeah i i really sold that one um but i'm going to toss it off to nick for the cup recap all righty let's go ahead
3: and get into the cup recap here wait mac i think you had a question of the day do you want to talk about dessert
2: uh we could talk about dessert the only other thing do you want to do it at I- the end Let's talk about dessert at the end, but the sub question I thought of was bucket energy or Bucky energy. I'm curious, everyone on this show, all four of us, who do you think, like, do you think that we emanate like fishbowl energy, cage energy, just visor energy, or like the like goon, what I'm rocking right now, like the goon style? In a weird way, way, Mac, I think if you like dropped
3: a tooth, (laughs) like this would be complete.
2: Like yeah. <laughs> your, your look
3: right now would just be complete.
2: Well, the only time I've ever actually worn this bucket, like for any sort of game was for when I was playing pond hockey in Wisconsin over the winter, I was rocking this. Cause you have to wear some kind of helmet, but I was like, fuck it. If they're like, we're shooting at these little nets on the ice, no one's really like ripping it up high. So I was like, I'm comfortable wearing just the bucket for that. But men's league, I always go
1: cage. You, you look like you're in your natural habitat, I'm not going to lie. Like, you look completely normal right now. I, I mean, would... I, wish,
2: I wish I had enough balls to rock this during mentally, but it's just not worth it. I do no. – it feels great just having nothing on the front, but
1: – Yeah, no. I Did you have braces as, like, a kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's not worth not worth the bill after exactly. all that. Exactly,
2: nope. yeah. Yep. That's
1: always the argument. No, I think this is a no-visor no podcast if I was an honest betting man, so – my nose is already damaged enough, so any <laughs> any knocks to that
3: is just an improvement. Who
2: out of the four of us is the most likely to rock the fishbowl? I feel like I get fishbowl energy from Nick.
3: Yeah, I do too. I wouldn't hate it, um, but like yeah. I know
2: that's like a low-key chirp, so <laughs> I'll eat it a little bit. <laughs> Spaceman? I used to call him Spaceman. Anytime yeah. I played against somebody, just Spaceman. Or un- the, old, the old unroll your window. That's a good one too. Yeah.
1: Nick you love like fish and aquatic stuff so I feel like that would that's hard. true yeah there it we go fit. maybe We're I could put like a fish gear. sticker on the
3: inside too you know a little two for one he he's like a scuba diver with the the whole like yeah. mask on you know yeah, yeah. show yeah, up to like it. like hockey with like scuba gear be like ah oh, wrong bag just <laughs> <laughs> whoops hey <laughs> hey when that happens up. yeah ooh, don't tempt me um <laughs> all right cup final recap game six. What a game it was. What a series this was. Just before we get into everything, I did like, I want to say this is probably one of the best cup finals I have personally watched in the last 10, 15 years uh, going back that far. But uh, real quick, just how the game went. McKinnon scores uh, Colorado's first tally earlier in the second frame. Uh, ties it up after Stammer gets him going for uh, the lightning in the first Uh, McKinnon scores 13 goals and 24 points throughout the playoffs. I know that there was some criticism on him for not really scoring towards the tail end of the conference finals into the beginning of the postseason, but he gets one in the like, you know, in the clinching game when it matters most hats off to him. And I think you could really just see afterwards how much that meant to him. Uh, Let's move on. Arturi Lekkanen scores the eventual winner in the second period, giving the Avalanche uh, their first regulation lead since early in game three. Uh, Another monster goal for him once again. Uh, Is that like just two massive Stanley Cup final goals in a row, I believe, from him in back-to-back
1: years? He had the one with Montreal last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the conference finals ones, too. I mean... You know, we talked about it in our overtime report when Pilat was scoring all the big goals for Tampa. But obviously, uh, and he's got quite a resume himself of scoring some big goals, not only this postseason, but last year as well. Uh, you know, that looks like a real obviously not looks like it was a really good deal at the deadline and it turned out to uh, pay off real good for Colorado.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The abs continued to smother the lightning going into the third. Uh, They outshot the bolts 30 to 23. I think the much bigger stat here is that they only allowed four shots on goal in that third period.
2: Did you guys see like the scoring chances stat at one point? It was literally like, like the lightning had one scoring chance, like more than halfway through the game or something like that. And then even, even I think by the end of the game, they were charted with like four or five or something insanely low like that.
1: That third period in Game 6 by the Avalanche was probably the most dominant season-slash-cup-clinching period I've ever seen. I mean, they, On the road, too. They mm-hmm. sucked the soul out of the Tampa Bay Lightning. You could see it live. I can't remember who they asked in the postgame presser. I think it was Byron, but he said, we probably played the most perfect period of hockey to close out that series that you could possibly play, and they really did. Tampa had nothing going. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and the other thing
2: I'll add is people keep talking about how this team was Joe Sakic's masterpiece, and I think like that that final couple periods there is the exact example of that. Like he he really did put together a squad that just played so well together and you I mean you really can't criticize anything that the Avalanche did for the last 40 minutes of that game, I'd say.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kale McCarr goes on to win the Conn Smythe Trophy as playoff MVP after claiming the Norris already for best defenseman in this league. He now adds that to his resume along with Hobie Baker winner, Stanley Cup champion. Dude's not even 24 years old yet.
2: A lot of hardware for a young kid. Yeah, seriously.
1: Oh. He's only the third defenseman in NHL history to win the Conn Smythe and the Norris in the same season. Take a wild guess who those other two names are. I know, uh, so I don't know. Bobby
2: worry. Orr and... Uh,
1: Go up one not go up one jersey number. Think of five.
2: Five. Uh I'm looking at the ha- logo
3: behind you right now.
2: Oh, that, that narrows it down a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Jerry <laughs> chicken. Think Michigan. Think Michigan. Detroit. Detroit. Oh, Nick di- We're talking
1: about a defenseman. Oh yeah, Lindstrom. Nick Lindstrom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was the other guy to do it. Not bad company to be in, especially when you, uh, you know, can still legally be on your parents' health insurance. So <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty true. Good. yeah.
2: Wow. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, how about
3: Bednar too? He became the first bench boss to win the Stanley cup, the Calder cup and the Kelly cup. And I think
2: he, if I'm not mistaken, he did the Kelly cup with our beloved South Carolina stingrays. He did. Yeah. There was a cool picture that they showed last night um on the broadcast of that cup winning team uh in South Carolina. F- uh, funky looking jerseys too. It was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Dude, I, I'm so happy for not only Bednar but the 5 Avs guys that were there like you know 5 years ago when they were in mm-hmm. the basement. And props to the Avs man. I mean, you know, you see so many teams go through tough periods who just kind of go through a coaching carousel, they stuck with their guns. They didn't make changes. It would have been real easy to do that in the last, you know, two, three seasons with some of their failures, but they stuck with it. And, you know, eventually they got it done. It, it does remind me a little bit of like the caps and that they kept that core together for so long. And then they finally got it done. I was just going to say that actually. Thank you very much. Uh, but no, let me
2: elaborate a little bit. I, I, I kind of thought of that. We all think back to that interview with McKinnon, Um, from last year when they get eliminated and he's just at his breaking point he's like it really sucks that I haven't won shit and like like I don't know what like he, he sounded helpless and it's like it's frustrating to listen to and like I think a lot of Caps fans went through that again and again and again where it's like fuck like are we gonna break up this group of core guys or are we just going to run it back and try one more time, even though that hasn't been working? It's like at a certain point, something has to just break. And they were able to finally break through unless you're the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then, Oh, like, no. oh in, wow. In, in that point, it's like nothing ever has to break. It could just never break. Rick is um, kicking himself. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, I truly believe for them too. Something eventually has to break that it, it, it always comes in cycles like that. And it was cool to see this avalanche group finally break through and I'm glad they didn't bust it open or anything like last year. I think they made the right call. Obviously they made the right call, but yeah. I mean,
3: they almost busted the trophy open.
2: Yep. That's <laughs> true. Shit. Should we talk about that? For yeah. Pretty the quick. Form, yeah. Former flyer, uh, Nicholas, uh, uh, with the classic blunder there by the team yeah. photo. <laughs> and like, I I had a bunch of people like text me today,
3: like pictures of that being like, oh my God, like they like fucked up the trophy. I'm like, do you know what this trophy has
1: seen? Yeah. That, it got, that it got stuck
3: at the bottom of someone's swimming pool for four and a half hours.
1: Like, it, yeah. it's going to be Wait, fine.
3: What? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, that thing, that thing's been dented a thousand times. Like, yeah. they'd they fix it up. They
2: interviewed, I, I'm forgetting his name right now, and I should know it. Um, but the guy, you know, that follows the cup around. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The, the they, dude with the hair.
1: Yes, exactly. And the arms <laughs> and the legs. Yeah.
2: People say he's like my dad's the doppelganger. They look a little <laughs> bit
1: alike with like the say- I can Maybe with the hair. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I can see it with the hair. Yeah.
2: He's, he's been, my dad's been asked before, like, you're that guy that follows the cup around. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Indirectly, yes, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, yeah. it follows me, hopefully. There but, we go. Um, I want it.
1: I want to ask you guys, what is a moment from this Stanley Cup final that you think you'll remember? Because I saw a clip last night that I think will be mine, and it's not exactly like a lighthearted one.
2: I I know one for sure. The one I'm thinking of is freaking – Land was well, yeah, it was Landeskog's uh skateblade going off, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, that was and, sick. And then McKinnon helping him to the bench and the ref kind of helping them and them just there's like a minute left. And it's just yeah, I kept thinking if Doc Emmerich was still um, you know, commentating for that. He just, what chaos? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I missed. We definitely missed Landis
2: skate blade is off. McKinnon's helping him to the bench. 50 seconds left. What chaos?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, God, you just made me so sad. Nick, what was yours? Uh, I mean,
3: honestly, it's got to be, like, just watching <laughs> Eric Johnson and how happy he was to finally get that done after, like, first overall pick in 06. He's in Colorado for, what, 15 years or something like that, or in the league at least for 15 years, Almost retired last year. Or yeah, seriously. And then just to see him bear hug McKinnon, just the two of them, like right after it was over, I was like, that's that's all you need to see right there. And that just says it all because those two guys have seen that team have so much promise and not deliver. And they've also seen that team be at the bottom of the standings by a mile and a half. So I just so happy for them. Jay,
1: what about you?
0: Uh, I probably have to say, um, Nasim Kadri's goal, I think that was in game four. That was just, yeah, it's just so utterly random. And that's another one where if Doc Ekman is still doing it, it's like what chaos? Where's the fuck Yeah, yeah.
1: So, but...
2: waffle bordered into the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Scott.
1: Yeah, I need that in my life. Um, Did you guys see the clip? This isn't, I mean, I would agree the goal would stick out my brain the most just because of how weird it was. And you you did a great job on the overtime report, you know, saying, ooh, it's like Patrick Kane type from 2010 when they beat the Flyers. It did kind of remind me of that. Um, But did you guys see the clip of Kucherov breaking his stick with like 20 seconds left? And throwing his gloves at the trainer. Well, that's where I was going. So for all of you who haven't seen the clip, we retweeted it on our Twitter so you can go find it. Basically, you know, you got under a minute left. If I'm an equipment manager, I hate to say it, but you got to have a stick ready for one of the six guys on the ice. And Kucherov takes a slap shot. It snaps and he's a stick freak. So I bet you he never touches a power twig again. And he goes back to the bench to get a stick. Nobody had one ready. He kicked the boards, was screaming like you could see his body like shaking, like, give me a stick. And he took his glove and threw it at the equipment manager or the trainer. And I think he got off the ice. I'm pretty sure he I think he like hopped off the ice and someone else came on. And I was like, I've never seen that before. And I'm not like condoning it. Obviously, it's kind of an asshole move. But like in the heat of the moment and that's like your job, you kind of can't like fuck that one up. But I don't know. Yeah,
3: you would just think like 25 seconds left. It, it would take at least 10 seconds to do any form of change where one player gets off and another player can get on. Why yeah. would you not just keep your best player on the ice and basically just have
2: five sticks in your hand just in case someone explodes? Yeah, mm-hmm. my thing too, though, like I totally agree with you, like the guy has to have a stick ready. But if you look at the clip of him throwing his gloves and just giving up and being like, oh, fuck this. There's like 20 seconds left still. There's not like five seconds left. There's like yeah. 20 or 25 seconds left. Get in the play, dude. I'm sorry. I don't care if it didn't work. Like, Grab, grab one out of your teammates' hands. Shit, grab some shit or get off and get somebody out. Like that is like, you mail it in by down by one goal, with 20 seconds. Like you can still score a goal. You can fucking score two goals in 20 seconds. Like that's just, I don't know. That bothered me.
1: I'm thinking back to like playing and like, you know, when you get in intense games, just how chaotic, like you go for the third guy, you go for the second. And it's just like yeah. losing your mind. I would love to see like be a fly on the wall and what Cooper was screaming at that moment.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But um, yeah, I saw that online and thought, wow, that's pretty interesting um but yeah i mean that pretty much wraps up our game six recaps i think it's worth noting and we said it on the overtime report and if you follow us on twitter i actually did pretty well to end the playoffs for how shitty i did for overall in the playoffs ended up going three and oh on my last three picks and then last night in game six had the under that was probably easier than abs money line to be honest because you knew that was gonna be tight and then abs money line too so that that was nice uh, I was sweating. Sharp Rank gave me a shout-out and put me up against some bozo from, like, some other website, and I was really scared. But you know what? We come in in the clutch, and, Mac, you had him too. Yeah,
2: I, I at least ended Sharp Rank with one correct pick. I I apologize to anyone out there who might have been following my uh my Sharp Rank picks throughout this postseason because it wasn't too pretty. But um, hopefully I'll win you back some money
1: in baseball. We're doing okay over there. Yeah, you're red hot in baseball right now. I'll give it to you. Working on it. Um, I just want to say, since we're doing a little end of year thing. So, to end the season, here are the records on Sharp Rank playoffs and regular season combined. We've got Nick Manella coming in at 48 and 39 to end the year from November 1st to the playoffs. Not too bad. Uh, for me, we got 119 and 84. Not too bad. And then for Mac, we have. What 112 and 98, not too bad. Pretty good. We're still
2: all above 500, right? I mean, that's that's all that matters. That's really all you can ask.
1: Yeah, I'm with it. And those regular seasons would have been made it higher. The playoffs were bad to all of us, I think.
2: Yeah, that's fair.
1: And especially these playoffs with how crazy everything was. I also just realized that 25% of Knicks wins were the Columbus Blue Jackets. So that's pretty (laughs) impressive, too. Yeah, still haven't lost with them. Just saying. (laughs) <laughs> um i'll let you guys uh chat about the other news up here real quick
3: yeah just a run through the hockey hall of fame induction <clears throat> class of 2022 we have the Sidine twins along with their former teammate roberto luongo uh rika Salonen, the former finnish uh, female olympic player daniel alfredson and then herb carnegie goes in as a builder as well so congratulations to all of them uh any standouts here i think it probably goes without saying that the sedines were first ballot hall of famers
2: oh yeah i mean it was yeah. kind of funny seeing some stuff on twitter people being like what if they only nominated like one of them or something like that but <laughs> yeah it, it's uh i mean they are both amazing other guys on the list too i mean daniel alfredson was super fun to watch when i was younger obviously bobby lou world-class goalie um and good for rika Solinen. yeah
1: well.
3: world-class super. twitter follow too, bobby yeah. lou
2: yep
1: Wonder if Albertson remembers Rick serving his kid beer at the, uh, the Raptors game. (laughs) Don't know. We'll see.
3: We'll have to ask him, uh, the Bruins signed GM Don Sweeney to a multi-year contract extension. And then Jackson, your Blackhawks hired Luke Richardson as their head coach. He was previously an assistant with the Canadians for the last four seasons and played 1400 NHL games.
0: Yeah. Um, I really hadn't heard of him, uh, at all before this, but, uh, athletic subscription coming in clutch I was able to read a piece from uh, Scott Powers and I think Mark Lazarus I think those were the two on there and a lot of it was really good they were talking about how um, when he's with one of the farm teams that Jordan Bennington was on uh, they did the skates with no pucks and how that Liv Richardson was doing it with them and everything so that was really good to see and the fact that he was just essentially just a grinder of a player. He wasn't like a superstar. So they said that like it was a better because he can basically work with anyone except with like with the opposite, like Wayne Gretzky when he's with the Yotes. So I'm excited. I'm um, um, hope this guy seems good. I mean, it's got to be anything better than um, uh, Jeremy Colleton at this point. And thank you, uh, Derek King, for getting us through the rest of the season.
3: Well said. Uh, one last thing I do want to touch on here. How about uh, multi-sport and international superstar Alex Ovechkin signing a one-day contract to go play soccer with Dynamo Moscow and scoring a goal in a friendly match?
1: We live in a simulation. How is that something yeah. that I get to say out
2: loud? <laughs> that was pretty insane. It, made, it makes you wonder, it's like, did they, did they like, let this happen like did they i mean it
3: definitely wasn't a competitive match i mean it was right. definitely an exhibition match for sure but
2: Detroit, <laughs> either way dude. it's pretty sick yeah that was, awesome. <laughs> that was maybe I'm... even better than
1: the goal
0: and i'm sure yeah. a, a certain uh <laughs> russian president probably
1: Pull extra. In. So <laughs> no, nothing to do with this. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Jay, I think that's a good assessment. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you guys because we—it's crazy to me that we've had three seasons now. It feels like we just started this thing yesterday. I can't even believe it. Is there like an episode this year or a moment this season that sticks out to you? Because I got—I was just thinking back about how you know when playoffs start, we go into twice a week, and we're like, oh my god, like how are we gonna do this? We got two time zones, four different jobs, you know, we're balancing schedules and caps, pens one night, the other night, Western conference, it's chaos. But I will not what forget. Chaos? Yeah. What God chaos. damn it. I will not forget <laughs> round one depression day when the you guys went down, you guys lost to Florida when it was two one. And I think we lost to the Rangers after game two and we've all had the I'm pretty sure It was on. only
2: one one for it us. was
1: one one. And we just <laughs> ranted and we got hammered. And I loved every second of it. It was fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun that episode.
3: Wait, was it, like, was that like, did we do like one before depression day? Or is that what it actually was depression? Day? No okay. actual
1: depression day. I was on vacation. This is when the pens lost game two to the Rangers. And I think the caps the caps lost had game... just
2: lost game two to the. Oh, okay. um...
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite episode.
3: Easy. That was a good one. I'm having trouble like remembering what like interviews were what year and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's always good talking with Zach. I think our most recent Zach episode was one of my favorites. Um, just hearing about, you know, his whole, his whole experience actually (laughs) debuting in the NHL and freaking setting records and you know, all that, all that normal stuff that normal people do. Um, that was definitely one of my favorite interviews this year.
1: We went to the Lachlan uh, golf tournament this that season. That was a great it's time. True. Which feels like a, an eternity ago, but we met Garnett. We met Dowd. That yep. was pretty yeah. sweet. Hopefully we'll be back. Nick, you and me saw Fucali. Uh, we did. We saw season. him live. Yeah. Shit. What else that, happened this that year? It was a good time. We did a Pens Caps game in December. That was fun. We did.
3: Uh, got to fly to Milwaukee this year. I, know, I was going to say had a fly. live
2: recording in Milwaukee. Can't
3: forget
1: that. Yeah, uh, man, we've done a lot this year. It's fun. Yeah.
3: I still have not touched the equipment bag
1: from that. Don't even <laughs> feel bad, <laughs> Jackson. I have to ask you, uh, joining as the the newest member of this podcast and being an intern for a semester. What are your uh, what are you, what's your reaction of doing a, a whole Semester with the uh EB Media LLC, uh,
0: it was a lot of fun. Uh, I, uh in the beginning, and especially at least later on, I was able to have more and more fun with the clips and everything. Oh, yeah, I think my all time favorite clip, at least uh, during school, was um, the clip I made when you were talking about the Rangers, <laughs> and I not only the meme itself but the fact that i was able to figure out how to do a freeze frame in premiere
1: yeah was you did a insane. good job on that one i yeah. was i was going off for a little bit that was a <laughs> that was a rough night yeah we yeah um all right Are you guys got anything else because there's one last thing i want to add oh mac desserts oh shit okay yeah let's how let's, could we forget <laughs> yeah
2: let's get let's get to this real quick so i just want to know like what we should probably talk about desserts just because you know, it's important to know where we all stand as far as that category goes. I want to go last. It's very important, actually, that I go last. So, okay. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: Any, anyone you want to go first? What are we talking
1: about in regards to desserts? Where do you stand? Like, what? okay. <laughs> like, what? what's my, all right, so my main preference, all time, every time is always ice cream. First of all, everyone desserts, yes or no? Yes.
0: Yes. 50-50.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Now we can elaborate
1: favorites so,
2: or any qualms, any general qualms.
3: So you have hands to down, I
2: agree with Harry.
1: First move, always ice cream. Yeah. Like if you choose cake over ice cream, I think I, that's a little bit of a red flag for me. Okay.
2: All right. Yeah, I'll try to hold all my comments until the end. It's very you, important.
1: You can do, hey, yeah. if you want to do both, that's fine. But if you yes. solely choose cake and no ice cream, i I think there's a problem there.
3: Totally agree. Uh, Not a big cupcake guy. Don't really see the point.
1: Yeah. But, you know, if if you made me choose between a cookie and ice cream, I actually don't know what I would choose. That's pretty tough. See,
3: that's like a different, Mm -hmm. like, if I start getting into, like, my mom's chocolate chip cookies versus, like, other stuff, now I'm going to get in trouble, so. (laughs) Have you guys ever had that chain called Crumbled
1: Cookie? You ever had that? No. I don't think so. I know about it. I have not personally had it. So I had it for the first time when I was in the Outer Banks like two months ago. It's like it, it's game changing. Uh, what did someone? It's that like the duck, Tom, yeah? yeah, it's like the duck donuts of cookies. Okay. Like if you want a chain, it's not a mom and pop shop, but if you get like a chain and you want like a good gourmet cookie, they're fat. They're a little expensive, but they are fat.
2: All right, I gotta I gotta let loose here. Enough is enough. Here here's the scoop. No pun intended. <laughs> damn it <laughs> um i don't i don't really fuck with dessert i like i i kind of do sometimes like in the if i'm in the right mood or like if it's the right kind but there's a few desserts i like never fuck with and sounds like harry you might even maybe agree with me cake can go fuck itself fuck a yeah. cake icing is terrible icing is stupid what? cupcakes garbage no point no point <laughs> what are we doing i'm kind of with you cookies sure uh, chocolate chip cookie sure that's not really even dessert to me that's just a cookie you know? <laughs> that, that's lunch that's just, what are you talking about <laughs> Yeah, just a cookie so those are good um ice cream is okay you know if it's like hot and it's like coffee ice cream and like no other flavor but like just that one. Oh wow that's yeah. insanely no specific topic. wait <laughs> like, like just that. so like you like if
3: i offered you like like a bowl of ice cream like just like vanilla with sprinkles
2: you would say no vanilla fuck no i don't need no vanilla ice cream what i what am i eating younger not, oh, not, not even chocolate like not even my yogurt where is a trick where do you is stand on milkshake milkshakes rock Milkshakes okay. are great. Okay. i'll drink a milkshake any day
1: um i else? got a question rita for you. rita's italian ice good i was gonna say is a snowball a dessert
2: snowball is good it's kind of a dessert but but it's fire it's all i'd say a snowball is almost like a refreshment if you will
1: oh what's your favorite Uh, flavor snowball
2: uh this is this is you're gonna cancel me for this but (laughs) uh (laughs) ice cream
1: flavor oh my god the one
2: that's like the clear one that's like literally it's it's ice cream flavored that one's insane it's so good
1: Nick, what's your favorite? And Jackson, favorite snowball flavor?
2: Like I don't know anything other than that. I one. feel like Jackson's <laughs> not even gonna know what a snowball is. He's gonna be like, "Do you mean you snow don't know cone? what a snowball is?" Snowball I, is a Maryland thing.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Like I shaved mean. ice, like Kona ice. Do they have like
0: those? I've had like snow cones, which I is think like, like basically like, that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean. I'm always down with like cherry, like a cherry or Cherry's strawberry. Yeah. Um, sure. Okay, snow cone. I'm gonna if, get
3: judged hard if the grape one isn't too much like children's Benadryl. Then I like <laughs> will enjoy it, but if it tastes like children's cough and allergy medicine, then no, thank you. I'm gonna I give w- you the
1: best snowball flavor ever. Okay, it's actually two. You gotta blend it.
2: You're totally like a skylight guy or something. I was,
1: I was a skylight guy, <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you what's really good. I'm gonna people are gonna freak out. Coconut mixed with spearmint. Don't hate it till you try it. Fuck I swear spearmint, to God. bro. Any <laughs> no, any mint good.
2: shit that isn't my toothpaste, get
1: out, bro. No,
2: I'll disagree. A thin with mint, what? maybe. Thin no. mint, maybe. Everything mint else, mint chocolate chip ice
1: cream is good. Harry, no. tell
2: him
3: oh. tell him about what I can do with thin mint ice cream and liquor. Oh Jesus, yeah. Oh, hey, don't
1: don't hate it till you try it. Or you you'll ever, hate it because you'll try it twice if you catch my drift. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever
2: had um, rumple mints, The freaking mint. Dish. Yeah. I hate. That I love shit. that stuff. I, I love yeah. hate it. I love mint. Brutal. I think it tastes like, like Santa more about asshole. Like it's just. <laughs> it literally does. Yeah.
1: It
3: literally does. Yeah. yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. Like I love rumplements, but like, <laughs> no, I don't. There's like, I hate it. There's a point in your life when you're like,
2: yes, I am now too old for rumplements. My like, friends know I hate it. And because it's just a clear liquor, like they'll be like, come on, I'll, I'll buy you a shot. And I'll be like, okay. And if I'm like not paying attention when they're ordering it, They'll order two shots of rumplements, and then they'll be like, it's tequila. And I love tequila. And I'm like, oh,
1: Blanco, so, give me that. You don't like mint flavored stuff. <laughs> no, unless it's my toothpaste. What do you think about the chipwiches? Like the ice cream chipwiches. Fuck out of here. What? Dude, the Tolkien like ice creams The Nestle ones? The
2: only ice cream sandwich. Is just the regular oh, Mac. brown with the vanilla ice cream, you know? <laughs> Dude, like the like, Nestle one with the
1: yellow wrapper,
2: like that I one is like
1: eh. it's crack. Yeah, the uh, I
2: will say the SpongeBob pop from an ice cream truck, kind of fire. Kinda okay, kinda if pop. we're gonna go like Top dessert based, based off up, of like little. good Get humor
3: ice cream truck, then like I feel like we need to start over because
2: Choco
1: <laughs> Taco absolutely <laughs> I knew somebody was in this conversation.
2: Okay, what about you? Know what? Drumsticks are kind of good. Drumsticks are kind of good.
1: How many people do you think are still listening? None.
2: <laughs> four. Okay, hold on. Hold on. These one four. more before we lose every last listener. One more really important topic of discussion in this category. Okay. Pie. Because that's actually the one dessert that I actually kind of do like. Mm. I like I love a good like pie. I love pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. Love a good like pecan pie, apple pie.
1: You ever had chocolate pie?
2: Yeah, that's good. That's um good, yes. uh what a uh, key lime pie I love. I Hard love to beat a good key one. Yeah. Key
0: lime ice cream, key lime pie ice cream or like a lime amazing.
2: juice bar like yeah. something like that like mm. fire margarita oh. mac, you know. We <laughs> need to change from sports to like a culinary type Yeah, podcast. we, we, can, have a lot we to could say. be food critics. Yeah. Like these yeah.
3: these
1: muffins are bad. Boom.
0: <laughs> Next. I'm Just bigger, start bigger eating bigger ice cream. cream out of hockey helmets.
1: Dang, that exactly. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Unfortunately, there's, like, not a lot to talk about. Like, yeah, they won the cup, but it's, like, what else do you want us to say? Like, right? we
3: have to wait and see what they do for this parade.
1: Yeah, Tra- well, yeah, we'll get more content out of the parade. So, last thing, I didn't see a lot of, like, locker room clips go viral. You always get that every year, I feel like. Saw a couple. Just like the usual where it's like they're first
3: bringing the cup in and it just sounds like noise. Well, I
2: saw the NHL trying to be all quirky and be like, oh, my God, we put cameras on the Avalanche champagne bottles and look what happened. And it's just a bunch of like really blurry photos (laughs) of like Kale McCarr being like, ah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) yeah." Yeah. I mean, it wasn't in the locker room, but the one viral clip I saw was uh, Lannis Cog saying like, uh i didn't know it's a copycat league what was everyone going to do and it's like everyone about to find a kill mccarr fast i saw that too and the city of
1: philadelphia was kicking itself and trying to kill ron So yeah. oh man wait i need a quick backstory
0: on this because i'm not aware
1: i think that was the nolan patrick draft if i'm not mistaken they took (gasps) the nolan patrick over
3: the The amount of players that got taken before him versus like Three. what he ended up being it, it's it's awkward. just like yeah it's who was bad the,
1: who was the three before him because i think kale was fourth it was patrick what year was it he sure
3: 2017
1: who, who was the second one it was so, he sure someone nolan patrick and then kale mccore i can't remember who was after he was it kako no, no miro
2: Heiskinen. oh uh, he was though. so good for like a year i know
1: so those 3 went above Kale, which is kind yes. of insane. Like he's infinitely better than all 3 of them combined. Yeah, but seriously.
3: Yeah. That's that's a no-brainer.
1: Um but yeah. All right. Cool.
2: Well, I would love to uh have Nick dismiss this class, but unfortunately, I can't let him do that just yet because <laughs> I still need to remind you that this season Every single one of our picks were powered by SharpRank, and SharpRank created the first ever cross sports rating system, ranking betters from any sport on one leaderboard that anyone can dominate, even you. SharpRank <laughs> is backed by some of the biggest names in the sports gambling world, such as BetMGM, BetWay, and Sports Illustrated. Download the free app for iPhone and Android today. Does anyone else have anything interesting to say about? Any other things or brands that we like or
1: support? You know, it was a really long season. Yeah. I think one of my good buddies on this show can tell you how you can recover better this off season. Yeah. If you want to recover like us, then take a page out of our
3: book from cane footwear. Cane footwear is changing the game by providing a unique shoe based on recovering while being made from sustainable materials jay hold that up one more time hey, the cane revive is made with bounce back foam created from brazilian sugarcane, a renewable resource Sugarcane helps reduce greenhouse gases by capturing co2 as it grows cane's unique bounce back foam provides the ideal balance of cushioning and support to help the body renew head to the link in our bio today to grab a pair of the most comfortable shoes you will ever own boys Kane footwear is absolutely fantastic. Raving reviews from friends and family.
2: One quick note on Kane, and then we can actually get out of here. Um, I went camping this past weekend with my dad in Southern Illinois. Um, and it rained really hard one <laughs> one night that we were there. And right before we got in the tent, it was not raining, right? We're going to bed. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm just going to leave my shoes like outside of the tent. And whatever, just go to bed, wake up it's, you know, soaking wet outside. I'm dry. Cause I'm in the tent. My dad had also left his shoes outside of the tent, but he just had like sneakers. I had my canes. Right. So we wake up, it had poured all night long. And my dad is like, Oh, we made a classic blunder of leaving our shoes outside the tent last night. And now they're, they're both soaking wet. Now was like, Oh really? Is that, is that so? And I looked at him and I picked up my canes and I just dumped them out and put them (laughs) right back on my feet. And he was like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, they dried out in like 30 minutes and I had zero problems after that.
1: And I I wore them today and
2: you wouldn't even know that they got soaking wet over the weekend. So
1: link in our social media profiles to purchase, please. That is how we can, uh, you know, get supported here. So. Yep. Use it through our link. You can find it in our social bios. All right, everybody. Third season in the books. We'll be back next week to kind of do a full blown season recap. Then we're going to go a little MIA, kind of recharge the batteries, relax, refresh. I think we're all going to be at the ocean uh, this weekend, so that could get chaotic. Downy ocean, huh? Downy O. Yeah, Jax. We got to get you to Maryland so you can start. Uh, start saying that it's a good time.
2: Start crabbing too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And then, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. And then after that, like I said, take a little break. But until then, um, you know, thanks so much for enjoying this season with us, following us, betting with us, listening to us. We really do appreciate every single listener, subscriber, follower, you name it. It means a lot to us. Um, you know, we put our heart and souls into this thing. And it's a big commitment. And we, we we love doing it. And it's uh it's crazy. I can't believe it's been three years. We've come a long Same. way from Nick's business apartment uh (laughs) rental house that we never actually rented and got away with doing it after 8 p.m and slugging beers all day so that was fun yeah but thank you everybody for listening we appreciate the love and support and without further ado class dismissed